Raul Fragoso, how are you? I am doing fantastic, John. How are you? Excellent. Hello, world. This is John Pinto, your roving realtor, bon vivant, video blogger, podcaster, home chef. And I am here with Abel Fragoso from Homebridge Mortgage. And we're here to talk about everything that you need and want to know to know about mortgage loans. How does that sound, uh, Abel? You think we can handle that? Fantastic. Absolutely. So I was uh, pondering uh, this morning uh, as I was eating my steel cut oats and my blueberries, you know, <laughs> plant-based first thing in the morning, Abel. Nice. That healthy, healthy man. Yes. Excellent. And uh, I thought today we'd start with how credit scores determine your qualification and interest rates, because uh, as a realtor, it seems to me that it all starts and ends there. If you got good credit, uh, there's something that could be done. If you don't have good credit, uh, we might have to put you on a program. Do you think credit scores are a good place to start? Yes, it is. And, it, and it's really interesting how pricing or interest rates are set based on a credit score, but not the credit itself, meaning that a credit score is going to be derived by the three repositories that are out there, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And though you may have an 800 credit score, but if you haven't had credit for two years, one year, it really hampers the ability to qualify for a loan. So it is interesting how a credit score itself dictates the pricing. Uh, yeah, I understand that because uh, I have an American Express Platinum card. I just pay the balance every month. Uh, and then I've got an American Express uh, everyday card, which I use for groceries and stuff like that. And then I've got a debit card, but I don't have any uh, supermarket cards, department store cards. And I have found that my lack of using a lot of credit, other than, you know, my BMW leases, it, it actually has been an impediment uh, when I uh, file a loan application. Yeah, because of the fact that what these creditors are looking for is for you to continuously be using these cards. Now, one of the rules that they set is make sure that you're not exceeding 30% of the loan limit or the credit card limit. So if you've got a $1,000 loan limit or credit limit, you don't want to be above $300 because that's going to hurt your credit. So the idea of the way you use the credit, which is really the way uh, people with very good credit are going seeing is charging, paying it off at the end of the month, charging, pay it off at the end of the month, but not closing them. It's continuous use is what helps the credit. Okay. So let's back up the uh, truck and uh, we'll start uh, from the top and work our way uh, down. Uh, is there a certain credit score or whatever you want to call it, where if you have it or exceed it, you qualify for a paper? Great question. And the answer is yes. And that number is 740. Now, Keep in mind that there are three credit scores every time we run credit. Like I said, TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax. And what we do is we throw out the high one, throw out the low one, and we use the middle one. And so that middle one is the one that has to be above 740 to qualify for the best rates 
available. If someone wants to try this at home without injuring themselves, is there a uh, website that you could go to where you could get an accurate credit score on demand? Yes, you can go to www.myannualcreditreport.com and they will allow you one credit report per year without being charged. And that credit report is going to give you everything you need to know. And I always tell my clients, you know what? You need to check your credit at least once a year. Go to this website because what will happen is there will be some errors. There will be things that are added to your, to your credit report that you were not aware of. And it could create uh, actually hurts your credit score. So you always want to stay on top of it because nowadays we have what is called risk-based pricing. And so the higher the risk the higher the interest rate, the lower the risk, the lower the interest rate. And in, and, and it's a inversion between the score and the rate. So you higher your credit score, then the lower your interest rate is going to be. Wow. You're throwing a lot of big words at me today. Inversion. <laughs> Jeez. What did you eat for breakfast today? Uh, what did I eat for breakfast? I had, I had a protein bar. A protein bar. Obviously, your brain is working well using all those big <laughs> words. Okay, so um, uh, so seven forty, Mac Daddy, AAA. Thank you very much for qualifying. We're going to give you the best rates. Uh, what is the next magic number? Is it six eighty? Six eighty. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Uh, because from the six eighty to the seven thirty nine is that one position where you might lose a little bit or the rate may be a bit higher between that range. Um, and then from there, it's 640 to 680. Okay. So 640, you're still good, especially with FHA. And where is the uh, point of no return where if you have a credit score under a certain amount, uh, you're going to have to do some explaining, Lucy, and uh, we're going to have to either do some in-house credit repair. Yes, and that number is 620. So if you're below 620, you're, you qualify at 620. At 619, we got to do some explaining. Okay, very good. So uh, are you and Homebridge Mortgage uh, capable of uh, doing that minor credit repair in-house? Yes, we, we have the ability to run what is called two options when we run a credit report. We have the what-if simulator, and we have the expert way. So the what-if simulator allows us to go into the accounts and pretend, let's say this one has a $900 uh, balance and a credit as 1000 If I plug in $300 as a new balance, what would that do to the credit score? And it, it shows me what it does. So as I bring balances below that 30% that they talk about, you can see a significant increase in that credit score. Or the second option is using the credit way, and that is where the actual system will tell you, okay, this is going to give you a 97% probability that your credit score is going to go from a 618 to a 660 if you do these items and it'll give you specific instructions then we give that to the client and the client proceeds with the instructions the way they are as soon as they complete 
what was asked of them, we request what is called a rapid rescore. And that shows us where the credit uh, score has gone up based on what they were instructed to do. And how long does that process take? It, it takes about two weeks because it depends if the client has the money to pay down the accounts. And that a lot of times becomes the hindrance or the obstacle is that the ways uh, finder will say, okay, you have four credit cards, all four credit cards are maxed out. You got to pay, you know, $8,000 to get rid of all those balances. And then your credit score will go up. And a lot of times the client will go, you know what? I don't have that type of money. So is there another way? I said, well, you can go through the credit repair people where they'll actually write letters, dispute some of this stuff that's hindering the credit. Uh, but when we do it through the what if or the credit ways, it, it, it's in two weeks we can get everything done. Okay, great. And uh, then what is the credit score where it's like, uh-oh, we're going to have to get some outside professionals on this, uh, on this case? Yeah, once you're down into the mid 500s, that's when you really need to, you know, get some professional help to uh, because at that point, you probably have some collections, you have some charge offs, you may even have maybe some disputed student loans or or something that you defaulted on. But what's interesting is the way the laws are written for credit, um, they can write letters to dispute those items on the report. And if the uh, creditor does not get back to the credit repair people in time, then they have to automatically take them off. Now, if the creditor responds and says, hey, you know, this is what happened, this is, then it becomes more of a he said, she said, and it becomes more of a tug of war that takes a little bit longer to get through. But it is interesting how these credit repair people can really make a difference uh, with people with credit scores in the mid fives, low fives. Uh, and uh, how much does that service cost approximately as far as range? And assuming that you have a cooperative client and an efficient uh, credit rescore uh, company, uh, how long might it take? So uh, it depends on how damaged the credit is. Um, you know, I've got few clients that have been at it for six months. I've got a couple of others that have been at it for 12 months. It just really depends on how damaged that credit score is. Now, as far as what these companies are going to charge, they're going to charge you, um, <clears throat> they're, they're, you're going to get a free consultation and then they're going to tell you based on your credit report, how long it's going to take, what is it that they're going to do, write letters, dispute items. And then what they do is they charge a um, enrollment fee of about $99 and then you pay in arrear. So they will do 30 days worth of work and now you've got to pay the uh, going rate, which is again, $78, $79. And then they'll do another 30 days of work and you pay $78, $79 and so on and so forth. And you know the, the goal is to try to get them out of there as quickly as possible so they're not in there you know paying you know seven thousand dollars for so credit repair so it's a relative pittance because if it could get you from uh c paper to a paper uh you know you could be spending a couple of hundred bucks four five six hundred bucks a month 
uh, on the delta between pay and C for C paper versus A paper. So if they're going to uh, get your uh, credit score straightened out and they're only going to charge you $80 a month for six months, that, that, that's a bargain. It is, because when you consider that the interest rate is tied to that risk factor and you're locked in for that loan for 30 years, you know that you're going to be paying thousands of dollars in interest more when your credit score is lower. So as you said, it does behoove you to try to get that credit score to a level that's going to give you pricing that you can live with. Right. And this is going to apply not only to real estate financing, but if you buy a car, buy furniture, uh, buy whatever it is that you're going to buy, uh, you're going to look better to their lenders and you're going to get a much better rate, regardless of what kind of credit you're, uh, you're taking out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things that people don't realize that really hurts their credit is what we call inquiries. Just, you know, a furniture store, an auto dealership, uh, a credit card, a, a a department store credit card, when they run your credit, that actually hurts your credit score. I had a client recently that had 67 inquiries on his credit, and the credit itself is very good, but he's in the low 600s because of those uh, inquiries. So we should keep that to a minimum. And finally, on the quick fix in-house uh, fix that uh, you and Homebridge uh, provide, uh, is there a charge for that or you just kind of wrap it into your processing? Yeah, it, it's wrapped into the processing. I mean, the, the initial credit report that we run is going to cost, cost the client $26 and that's paid at the end of closing. Now, if we have to do either the what if simulator or the uh, ways finder, then it adds a couple of bucks to that. So I just had one where we did four wayfinders, and now the bill is up to $70. So now the client, when we close, they'll pay that in their closing cost. Excellent. So for our listeners out there, uh, be comforted in knowing that if you are going to a cocktail party this week and the subject of credit scores come up, uh, you're going to be uh, loaded for bear and uh, sound real smart when you're engaging others in that discussion. Right, Abel? Absolutely. And believe me, there's a lot of people out there that would like to know more about how credit is is affected by certain things or how to improve the credit because everything that we buy is tied to that. Right. And, uh, you know, as a realtor, I would suggest to our listeners, uh, you know, don't try to do it yourself. Uh, just uh, send uh, Abel a text and or an email and or you can uh, message us uh, right on this podcast and uh, we can answer your question right inside the podcast. Uh, if uh, you want to uh, run your credit or you have any uh, questions, any uh, closing words to the wise, Abel? Yeah, and one of the things that I would say is be very, very, very careful when you are selecting a credit repair company because it is an industry that is not regulated. So you could have moms and pops pop up here and there. Uh, what you want to do is you want to make sure that the credit repair company is registered with the Department of Justice because every year they have to renew that registration so that they're abiding to what the, the Department of Justice wants them to abide by when it comes to credit repair. So, you know, make sure that that's part of your 
uh, criteria when you're searching at a repair company. Yes, and uh, please say hello to uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland on behalf of Abel and myself. We haven't seen him for a while, and uh, you know we're looking forward to getting together with him in the next year or two. <laughs> Very <laughs> good. Absolutely. Very good. Well, Abel, thank you for imparting all of your knowledge on how credit scores determine your qualification and interest rates. And thank you all for listening into our podcast, and we will see you on the next page. Bye for now. Thank you.